here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Hey, this is the king of the mountain, Jeff Jarrett, the president and founder of Global Force Wrestling, and you're listening to Shake Them Ropes. Rob McCarron. Why not bring Virgil back? He's in the game. Cross-promotion. Bring him back. Jeff Hawkins. We have more stories for Virgil than we have half of our mid-card. You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. I don't know, Jeff. I don't know with your explanation how they can't bring him back at this point. This year is coming up, Virgil. He needs the money. You ready to go? Um, yeah. There, there may be times where I'm eating spaghetti during this. <laughs> what is this, Ric Flair's fucking podcast? All of a sudden, it might be at this point. Um, <laughs> the thing is, I made spaghetti before we started recording. And do you uh, do you want to eat and then come back at seven? Oh, I love the spaghetti. I didn't expect. I expected to eat a couple bites. I mean, you know, spaghetti. But man, yeah. I am loving this spaghetti, and I Why? am loving. It? Uh, well, it's just spaghetti with pasta sauce. It's like you okay. Know, regular, so there's it, nothing special in the sauce. Nothing special. No, it? I just i I like the sauce. I made the. Uh, I had the spaghetti in there for the perfect amount of time. So uh, it worked out perfectly. Like it's real good. I made so much of it, and my wife is downstairs with me as I'm putting all this pasta in the uh, in the uh, pot. Mm-hmm. And like I'm in the habit usually when I'm making food, I'm making it for two people. So I'm just yeah. I keep loading up pasta in there, and she's not having any of this because she already had dinner you know, before I got home. So she's already eaten. I keep loading pasta in this thing, and she's like, "You gonna stop there, bud?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> So I have this gigantic bowl of pasta that's for like three people, really. I love your wife's sarcasm, by the way. Oh, she's great. <laughs> she's the best. Like she's, I mean, by far, because I'm not funny. She's the funniest of the two of us. She's hilarious. Well, that's all right. I'm not funny. My brother's the funny one of the family. So <laughs> Right. Yeah. So it's, you know, whatever. But this pasta is going on. I, I literally have the Yankees and Indians game on the iPad playing right now. <sighs> Jesus. Uh, Aaron Judge struck out again because what's new? He's going to get lit up. I, th- this is the weird thing about baseball. He's either going to get lit up by that Astros staff again, like the Indian staff is doing to him, or he'll have the best series of anyone of all time and the See, legend you- will grow. Give me that give me that Indians Astros series, man. That's the one I want. I want to see the fucking Yankees hanging around here because then that's the series uh, that I think everyone thought would be the best series of two teams. But listen, the Yankees are playing better. They just beat the AL Cy Young Award winner twice. Well, they haven't done it twice yet, but they're about to. It's crazy. Yeah, I've been listening to Kornheiser and they were they were crushing. They were crushing Strasburg this morning because of uh, the whole Dusty Baker, it must be the mold in Chicago bullshit quote. And I'm just like, dude, if if Strasburg doesn't start, they're going to this is this is one of the biggest choke bitch jobs ever. And I'm like when, when I saw it come across the wire, I was like, 
Then he was starting. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> you got to start. You got to want the ball. I'm sorry. That's just. Uh. Well, he did. And he won. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs. Let's get into Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy Jacobs has not only tweeted oh, once. We, he's tweeted twice. the show? Uh, yes, we did. Everything. Nope, we, we started it. We started oh, okay. It. Jimmy Jacobs has tweeted twice. Okay. His first tweet, as you know, but the people may not know yet. His first tweet, screen grab of the current trending topics in the U.S., tailored trending topics, of course, has to be. JimmyJacobs.net posts, at first I saw this online and thought maybe Jimmy Jacobs died because Jimmy Jacobs was trending. And then he follows that tweet up. But then I saw the news. If the news is true, you should buy the new t-shirt available at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Jimmy Jacobs. Uh, the news being a screen grab of him being let go by WWE. And now the Pro Wrestling Tees website is down. Jimmy Jacobs has broken ProWrestlingTees.com. Already has a new shirt up. So uh, yeah, Jimmy Jacobs out in the open. What'd you make of this? Uh, we have a couple of these stories that we're going to start off with the non in ring stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. first, Jimmy Jacobs might, might play a pretty big part into how the TV changes the next couple of weeks and months. I mean, this guy was integral to both raw and SmackDown and several top storylines. I mean, who knew this guy was a pretty big key player. He was, he was, uh, what, what's his face? Road dogs, right hand man on the SmackDown side. Uh, so Jimmy Jacobs now gone from WWE. When you heard this, what did you make of it? I thought it was basically the culmination of people in production. there getting annoyed with all this bullet club stuff. Like you, you have to know that, that people in television production are angry that they can't get a crowd shot without a stupid bullet club shirt on. They can't go to arenas without tons of bullet club shirts there. And now one of their guys is going out and taking photos when they're basically using WWE to market themselves. I, I, I you know, I, I could see why, why he was let go just due to idiosyncrasies rather than job performance. But and you know I, what? I think a lot of uh, the feedback out there is going to be like, why is WWE caring so much about this? I mean, this is one photo. Because it's I, I, money. Yeah, it's money. I don't even think it's just the one photo. It also goes into judgment. Right. Yeah. Now, from their perspective, yeah. if if we're in a war with these guys and we want these guys to stop profiting on what we feel is our our intellectual claims, how as a WWE, you're not even a contracted performer. You are an employee of the company, like a legit one. Mm -hmm. How do you go out there and have the judgment to take public photos that's on your page? It's not even on someone else's page. It's on your page of these guys wearing the gimmicks that we feel are infringing upon us. That's WWE side. And I can, I can see that. Have they gone a little too far? Probably. I mean, firing this guy, but it also leads me to think that maybe this was just the last straw type of situation. There were other things Yeah. because if this was the only thing, do you really fire the guy for this? A guy who's who you might feel has been doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Well, you like have to I feel he's replaceable. Well, but like I said, it may not be the only thing doing that, but it may not but it may not be that it's Jimmy Jacobs who had all the things that, that were done necessarily. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be just the culmination of just being annoyed with this whole thing. And someone, someone had to, someone had to take a proverbial bullet, so to speak. And it was, and it was Jimmy Jacobs. It was so Jimmy I Jacobs. mean, this whole fraternizing thing, 
no, you're you're part of this company. You need to be loyal to this company. So I, you know, it could it could be either or. Um, it's kind of sad because you know you you, look, you struggle for that long on the indies, and then you have a nice little corporate gig, even though it's not as stable as you might like or might think it is. And then you blow it by doing something dumb like that. Oh, Jimmy Jacobs. And if you are unaware, Jimmy Jacobs took a photo with uh, the Bullet Club, Nick and Matt Jackson, Marty Skrull, Cody Rhodes, uh, outside of Raw in L.A. Were they even in L.A.? They were in like a... uh, Riverside. Yeah, they were in a uh, suburb. Or or Ontario, Ontario. It was Ontario, California. He was outside. He posted it on Instagram of himself with the Bullet Club guys when they were invading. When they were invading Raw. Uh, so yeah, he's gone from the company. He'd been there for about what, two years, maybe three mm-hmm. now. Interesting. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs gone Sunday ring of honor, Chicago, Illinois, big, uh, big swing up in the Midwest. Jimmy Jacobs, former ring of honor champion, not world champion, tag team champion, but a former champion in ring of honor, pretty big behind the scenes role in ring of honor in the past. Uh, possibly friendly still with Gabe Sapolsky. Evolve's got some stuff going on, some turmoil. Jimmy Jacobs doesn't seem like a guy who's going to fall out of wrestling. He doesn't seem like a guy who won't be able to find a job in wrestling, whether he wants to be behind the scenes or back in the ring. Uh, where does Jimmy Jacobs show up? Whoever wants to hire him. I mean, that's, you know, I mean, he'd be an asset to any company as they, as they like to say, um, you know, I, if WWN still has that, if Evolve still has that kind of single A ball relationship with WWE, I don't think it's going to be there. I wouldn't think so. But you never know. I mean, that might be enough of a disconnect where, you know, Triple H on the down low kind of says, hey, you know what? I still like you. Stay here for a while till things cool down. Uh, that's That's what I'm wondering. Like, if he doesn't show up at Ring of Honor this very weekend, if he doesn't show up and evolve in the next two months, if he's nowhere to be seen in the indies of wrestling outside of maybe a small show here and there around his home, I feel he's going to go back to WWE at some point. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe like a, hey, let Vince cool down or let whoever's, uh, whoever's really pissed off about this cool down. Let the cease and desist stuff with the Young Bucks cool down and maybe we'll bring you back. Unless, you, unless this was a last straw situation where they weren't actually a big fan of his work and were just looking mm-hmm. for a reason, then of course, yeah. But uh, I, I just don't know. I don't. Are these guys? I mean, Joey Mercury got a ton of shots until his last one. D- does Jimmy Jacobs get back? I know it's a different role. He's not an agent, but uh, it, it's a mystery. And it's all happened today. It's it's obviously early. Uh, a lot of people listening may not even know who Jimmy Jacobs was. Obviously, he was a behind, he was a behind the scenes guy in WWE. Uh, but if he goes back to the Indies, it's a pretty big get, pretty big get for Ring of Honor, especially. Well, you never know. They may double the Bucks may double down and just make him the spokesman of the Bullet Club. Yeah, because his first appearance be on <laughs> behind the elite or being the elite, whatever the show is called. It yeah. very well could be. I wouldn't be. Sh- I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, we got to no. talk about another departure, a possible departure. Maybe possible he won't departure. actually leave. He hasn't left yet, uh, but it seems like he wants out. Reports out there from all over the place. Pro Wrestling Sheet saying Neville wants out of WWE, upset with his role as being not just a cruiserweight, but not even the top cruiserweight. And where does he go from here? I mean, if you are no longer the cruiserweight champion and your program with Enzo is done, 
do you just go to preliminary matches on 205 Live? Was that the destiny for Neville? Or was he going to be wrestling on Raw again? Uh, most likely, he would have been stuck on 205 Live. Like, they would have forgotten about him. And that's not what he went there to do. So, Pac, the former Pac, Neville's gone. He wants to be gone. Maybe they'll find a way to bring him back. Who knows? Uh, what are your take? What's your take on Neville possibly leaving WWE after his most successful year in the company? Same as Austin Aries. They've they've not had a great a great foresight in long term planning on this division. So what they do is they end up getting a guy, getting him hot, and then having no idea what to do with him next. And and that's one of the reasons, you know, Aries left because it's like, well, there's nothing else for me to do other than to slide down the card. Why, it why really would is I a shame. Stay? Like you being in the top program on 205 Live in the Cruiserweight division means you're on Raw regularly. But what happens when you're done? I mean, TJP yeah. went nowhere, stuck in the prelims of 205 Live. And that's not where you would want to be for Neville. And that's honestly not where Neville belongs. There's stuff he could be doing on Raw and cool things he could be doing on Raw. I mean... I, yeah, granted, he's a heel, and his big persona's been a heel, and The Miz is a heel, but who wouldn't have liked to see a Neville-Miz type of a program for the Intercontinental Championship? What about Neville and Jason Jordan? Who, who Neville going in there bumping like crazy for Jason Jordan as Jason Jordan tries to get over as a huge babyface would have been really cool, but he's pigeonholed as a cruiserweight, so what kind of yeah, sense does that make? but... Hold on, hold on then. But you, you just revealed another aspect of this. Oh, yeah, he could be doing other matches on the main roster, bumping for other guys as opposed to building on what he's done for the past year or so. So, I mean, you, you can see the frustration there if that was the case. There's a part of me that thinks maybe he might be angry about Jimmy Jacobs being let go. There's there's that possibility. But, you know, I, I think mostly it's just creative ennui, so to speak. And, and you know... Again, I mean, they should have pulled the trigger on Aries at some point, probably. They made Neville into this killer, you know, the most dominant cruiserweight, the the basically the the Tiffany, um, I was gonna say Rosetta Stone of this two oh five live division. And then they just decide, well, we're gonna go in this new direction with Enzo Amore, who then they take the belt off of on on Monday night, which is well, that's another interesting part of the story. Smacking in yeah. its own right. I mean, I mean, you, you felt like Callisto and Enzo would have been a perfect match for TLC. Put it on the pay per view, and they do the title change here, which tells me that Enzo's getting back on the pay per view. But anyway, uh, and, and a lot of a pro wrestling sheet also saying that because Neville walked out, Neville was actually supposed to be in the lumberjack match, but they put Callisto in it and made it a title change. Like, if Neville leaving causes you to go so crazy that, hey, let's put a title change here in Indianapolis on Raw, like, what does that say for your creativeness? What have you, what does that say for your planning out ahead? Like, you're so mad at Neville for walking out, and you're like, oh, we have to make a big splash here in the Cruiserweight division? That's why some of these divisions and some of these title programs don't work well, because you don't have any faith in what you're doing long term. And you're just going to go out there and say, you know what? It doesn't matter. Just change the title. Who cares? We'll fix it at the pay-per-view. Well, what is that? Yeah. yeah. And I, and I, and I kind of opined on this earlier where I, I tend to think sometimes Vince thinks of himself as, you know, that kid who waited always till the last minute to do any kind of work. Yeah, it was me. And he'd always get an A. And so he thought that it was the stress that made him focus better. Mm -hmm. I tend to think, he has a little bit of that in him. 
Because from the rumor was this whole show was being rewritten all day on Monday. So, and I don't understand why. It's not like these programs are all that complex, to be honest with you. So, yeah, I mean, and and you know what? If I'm a performer, if I'm an actor, I don't want to show up, unless I'm doing improv, where I don't need a script, I want to know my lines. I want to know my story. I want to know where I'm going with this. I want to know character development. I want to be in. I want to be invested in the process too. Why, you know, if, if you show up and you're sitting around all day in an arena and you're going, well, I, we got to wait for the script because it's being rewritten at two o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, that's, you know, that that that's stressful and dispiriting in many ways as well. Jimmy Jacobs' new T-shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees. The website's finally back up. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Jimmy Jacobs. His new shirt is a black tee with a screen grab of the Instagram post <laughs> of Jimmy Jacobs profiling with the Bullet Club. Uh, a better the, idea than Adam Rose's mugshot. Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. But not that much better, though. But not that much better, exactly. <laughs> Am I going to be seeing all those? I mean, it says. Uh, 10 to 12 days to ship. So hopefully no one will have those in Chicago because uh, it's so close. Chicago ROH, that'll be interesting, man. I think a lot of people are going to be expecting to see Jimmy Jacobs there now at the Ring of Honor going? shows. I'm going to the Chicago show. Oh, okay. My last ever wrestling event. Really? Maybe. I don't know. Say hi to Rich Crage. I will say hi to Rich for you. Uh, nice. Say hi to other folks for you. Um, possibly say hi to James Jacobs. Ooh. for you well, maybe <laughs> we don't know each other so that's fine it's all right still say hi make it awkward why not the whole thing's gonna be awkward oh boy so those are the two big uh behind the scenes stories i don't think anything else crazy behind the scenes happened right that's pretty much it the rest yeah all the other well, stuff other was... than other than ricochet maybe on his way in ricochet well ricochet has been almost on his way in for two years But uh, finally, it's time. He's got no bookings in 2018. He's done seemingly with New Japan. The Indians are coming back. One out, two runs, three to two New York. Sweet. Um, Yeah. Lucha Lucha Underground is mm -hmm. who knows what. Who knows what the hell is going on with them. New show. So who knows what the hell is going on with them. But Ricochet done. He dropped the uh, dropped the junior tag team titles at King of Pro Wrestling for New Japan. So maybe he'll be coming in and could he be uh, coming in for NXT run around ricochet is the type of guy that you can book a mania weekend takeover with him in the title match. And there's not a lot of guys out there that you could do that with. There's no one in the company right now that you can do that with. And if you tell me Adam Cole, that's a joke. You know what I thought? (laughs) And unfortunately you, you, you maintain a nice little space in my brain at some times. Oh, thanks buddy. I'm watching, I'm watching NXT tonight and I see the street profits and I go, man, they could replace Angelo Dawkins with Ricochet. Oh dude. <laughs> oh, if, <laughs> oh my God. If Ricochet teamed up with the street profit, that wasn't Angelo Dawkins. That would exactly. be, that would be so cool. Would we have too much cool in that tag team though? Like part of me thinks that the, that the street prophet that isn't Angelo Dawkins is only so cool because he's there with Angelo Dawkins. No, no, no? he's not. Tonight, I just watch him. I go, this guy has charisma. He's so good. Spilling out of his solo. The guy shouldn't be in NXT right now. The guy should be on the trajectory or the trajectory for main eventing WrestleMania. 
Now, this on the this other is hand, the guy that should be wrestling Conor McGregor at WrestleMania. Now, on the other hand, he could debut and lose to Patrick Clark in, in three minutes. So who knows? I mean, it's it's so weird. I, and I this was my you know this is my takeaway from all these stories. I go, there's an odd disconnect with people being excited for Ricochet's potential in the WWE at the same moment that Neville is just done with all this crap. <laughs> he's, he's Neville. I mean, I think he's a little bit better. I, Ricochet is one of those talents, honestly, that transcends almost any of the guys that have been brought in to NXT or WWE so far outside of the Kevin Owens. I, I, Ricochet has more potential to be a superstar than the same as Zayn. Ooh, no. I don't think so. Oh, I, I totally think opinion. so. The cool in-ring like moves, Ricochet. the good like matches, Ricochet the personality. I like Ricochet a lot, but I think they go look the, and go, oh, we already confidence. have Leo Rush. Oh, okay. That's blasphemy, first of all. Putting Leo that. Rush anywhere close to the level of Ricochet. Anywhere close. Do you think, that, do you think they're nuanced enough to see the differences? I don't, necessarily. I think they're going to see another guy who does a lot of aerial moves and has some charisma to him. And man, he'll take a great RKO if they want. I think Ricochet's the guy. Okay. He's the guy. Not me. How awful, how awful was the Miz in his promo on my, I love the Miz and he's great. And this TLC main event's going to be sick. Okay. And not to mention Cesaro going back into another dangerous match after having his teeth crushed. The Miz trying to put over in front of an Indianapolis crowd that he's n formerly an A-lister and now he's the guy. But he says it like, I'm the guy. To me, that just sounded so lame. Like, A-lister sounds better and now you're a guy. Okay, I understand what that's supposed to mean. Roman Reigns says he's the guy. You got to say it like that. You can't just say, I'm the guy. No one cares. Everyone was just lis listening to that and it sounds stupid. The Miz has to stop calling himself the guy. It's a, it's a, it's a troll job and it's not a good one because he can't pull it off. <laughs> um, you know, he, I, I agree with you. I, I, oddly enough, I think Miz is out of place in this TLC match. I'd much rather see Braun Cesaro and Sheamus in this match just as a unit on their own. I mean, no disrespect to Miz. I like Miz. I like him a lot. It's just one of those. Ooh, we got this bad trio and this bad trio, and we got Miz, who, whose resume is, is up and down in terms of in terms of bringing that kind of tough guy fight TLC quality to it. I mean, I I just don't know. I mean, I like the concept of the four on three quite a bit because I think you know I think the shield's going over regardless, and I think that that's a nice little touch, but. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you in in theory. I, I think I think it's a bad move to uh, have the Miz be doing this. Yeah, that well, it's just that, and and maybe I'm nitpicking. I, I again, the Miz is great. It is but, a bit nitpicky. I mean, it just sounds so lame. You're supposed to be using "I'm the guy" as if like you're the top person in the company, but just calling yourself the guy in front of audiences is so lame. Well, it's 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 more it's more another angle about office politics. Mm -hmm. I'm the guy, oh, I'm the face politics. of the company. I'm the, I'm the, you know, it's crazy like, thing. Uh, he's right. He is. I mean, he's the guy that you go out there and do the promotions with. He's the guy going to the radio stations, the TV stations. He's the best one they have. He's great. He's fantastic. 
but it's not something you should do a wrestling angle about. You don't call yourself the guy. <laughs> you don't do that part right you Call there. yourself the man. That's all I'm saying. You don't know, yeah, you call your, yeah, I'm the, I'm the guy. Hi there. I'm the guy. Uh, it's me. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Did I miss anything today? I'm the guy. It's me. It's the best. <laughs> oh, fuck. Raw, man. Enzo keeps closing the show. I can't, I can't decide if it's because they really want Enzo to be the superstar and they think he's the superstar or the real main event happens in the first segment of the show now as football goes on. I mean, the shield reunites in the first segment of the show. The main event is the first it's, half hour before football starts. It's so surreal. It's Saturday night. Yeah. It's Saturday night's main event. You can put whatever in the 10 o'clock spot. No one's watching anymore. Yeah. That's what it seems like to me. People, and they live down to my expectations on the Mickey James thing. <laughs> well, he's not the, and, and Enzo Amore isn't the worst guy they have. I mean, he's certainly the top star of the cruiserweight division is as, as pushed as Neville was. Neville was never Enzo Amore in their eyes, where he's like this big superstar. And they think Enzo think, could be that. I think Enzo's fine. I, I think, enjoy him on the mic. Oh, I he's just been, don't like, well, he's been night and day better ever since the heel turn. Oh yeah, and I, I just I just don't like the whole dressing down of an entire division week after week after week. It's just well, one of those. I guess that's kind of the point, though, right? Is hey, he just lost his title because he keeps dressing down the division when there are other cruiserweights that are worthwhile. Callisto goes yeah. in there and wins the match, and he can dress down the division because he thinks he's better than them. As long as the story ends up being that hey, you know, you're not right, yeah. and, and you keep losing these matches, and maybe. You know, he he gets in there and he's just a heel who loses, but somehow finds a way to cheat to win and he gets heat. And then the good guys, not everybody, but the Callistos of the world, uh, the Nevilles, if he comes back and is a baby face, like there are certain guys in that division that are better than him. And you want, and the crowd wants to see those guys beat Enzo. Callisto doing it right now, though, when he just signed the contract for the Cruiserweight division one week ago, a little too soon. And if they did mm -hmm. this because of the Neville situation, again, it's embarrassing. Okay. It's just bad. And what are you doing? You still got two weeks now before the pay-per-view. And you're going to do a rematch. And Enzo's probably going to win. So what the hell? Just stick to your guns. Stick to, yeah. stick to what you have going on in your mind. Now tell me about Mickey James being old. <laughs> the old-timey film. Yeah, the more wrinkles. I just, I, man. They got a few of these angles where it's just all about the thing that is the biggest criticism of them. I mean, you had the Bobby Roode thing, but I, I'm waiting for someone to come out in a walker and cut a promo. I, I mean, I get that she's old, but it's one of those she's not, old thing, and she's not old. She came yeah. in. I mean, her first major matches were in 2006, right? Yeah. WrestleMania 22, in Chicago, the Trish Stratus match, 2006. John Cena has been in the company since 2003. They, they're like, they play, not that he's old, but that he's washed up, that he's a veteran. They're not doing this with Mickey James. They're making it mean about age. Sexism. Yes. It's craziness. Mm -hmm. You're going to yeah, have the and, undertaker and, come back. Who's been around since 92. And, and they never do that for there's him. Been, there's been two people who've had great matches with, or actually now three who have had great matches with Oscar Bailey, Mickey James and Ember Moon. So, well, add a fourth to that list soon. Emma, Asuka, <laughs> collision course. She's getting her head kicked off. Oh, this match is going to be so good. 
This is what's going to happen. I'm I'm calling this shot right now. Okay. Okay. And this is going out on the limb, but not really. Oscar and Emma's going to happen. Emma's going to beat the shit out of Oscar. Put her on the shelf. Oscar's going to win the match, but she's going to be out of action for like six months because Emma what? don't take no prisoners. Oh, oh, Emma? okay. You call your shot, Babe Ruth. I'm not, I'm not, go, I'm not, I'm not getting on that train with you just yet. Emma is, I mean, I'm not saying that Emma's going in there with the intent to injure Oscar. I'm just saying it's going to happen. Oh, she's motivated. Don't get me oh. wrong. I, I think she wants a great match. And I think there's no way, <laughs> I think there's no way she's getting enough offense to get. I think this is like, a well, that could be the minute- problem. That could be yeah. the problem that she gets no offense, but this is also a WWE main roster match. I don't think Asuka's going in there and winning in one minute and five seconds. I think she's winning in six minutes, but I think in minute three, Emma's going to get an elbow in there. It's going to break a bone. Okay. That's what I, I'm calling. I, I buy it. I buy it. Don't get me wrong. And then Just... she's going to, she's going to, she's going to use that momentum and the fact that Asuka's gone to main event WrestleMania with Ronda Rousey. And you're going to have a Ronda Rousey Emma main event with a Conor McGregor and the street prophet that is not Angelo Dawkins in the semi main. (laughs) And then you have Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles in a number five contender match for the world title on SmackDown. Because those two guys just keep going backwards. We had we had what? No Jinder Mahal on SmackDown this week. Let's get into a little SmackDown since that's kind of the exciting. Was was Jinder Mahal on SmackDown at all? Between and, and SmackDown, no, there was no Jinder Mahal. No Jinder Mahal. There. Okay. Was Shinsuke Good. Nakamura on the show? Yes. What did Shinsuke Nakamura do? Shinsuke Nakamura tagged with Randy that's Orton right. against Rusev and Aiden English. Yes, with Rusev and Aiden English on the other side. This guy's out of the title picture now. What is he going to feud with Rusev? I don't know. There's a lot that was confusing about this because I don't think, yeah. you also had you also yeah. had AJ Styles losing very clean yep. to Baron Corbin. And then you basically had kind of a reboot of the tag and women's division again with multi-person <laughs> vignettes slash matches. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean Helen, I mean, the story of Helena Cell was that great Usos New Day match. I thought I loved that match. That might be my favorite main roster match of the year. I think it is. I think it's at least top three, with like and, no doubt whatsoever, and probably the number one. So and the spectacle of of the main event, but mm-hmm. yeah, um, spectacle of the main spectacle of the main event. It was a very tense match. You didn't know what the hell was going to happen. You didn't know who's going to fall off. You know who's going to get beaten up on the top of the cage. Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon managed to go out there and have this super tense match and, and Shane McMahon does his usual elbow spot off the cage. Does the gimmick with Sami Zayn, which is all the match was really about at the end. Mm-hmm. But this, that tag team match was phenomenal. Yeah. I don't think Shinsuke Nakamura though, being out of the title picture is necessarily setting up a singles feud with a Rusev or an English. I think no. we're getting ready for survivor series and he's just going to be in some random survivor series team with Randy Orton going up against bad guys. Five on five. Five on five. Survivor Series match for SmackDown. That's fine. I fear that AJ Styles might be in that five on five. Like it's going to be a team of Baron Corbin versus a team of AJ. And it's AJ's a super gonna... team. It'll, it'll be... be those three and the New Day. Oh, it'll be a super team. It'll be, oh, I don't even know about the New Day. Maybe Big E and the other two defend the tag team or wrestle in a tag team match of some kind. I don't know. Uh, it could be though. Could be AJ and Shinsuke with New Day 
or two members of New Day and Randy Orton against all yeah. the bad guys on the team. That's how, that's how you get the SmackDown guys on there because who else are you going to put on there? Jinder Mahal being a sim- singles match, maybe. Or he could be on the heel team with Baron Corbin and you have a heel mm-hmm. super team, the two champions going up against these top baby faces. And yep. that's, that's all you get for SmackDown. You get that in the women's title match. Maybe a tag team title match. Maybe you put the Gable, Shelton, Benjamin match in the main show. Probably not. Probably the pre-show. And the rest of the card is filled in with Raw. Mm-hmm. And the women's division and the cruiserweights and all that. Yeah. That's what you get. But what the hell's next for Shinsuke? They only have one more SmackDown pay-per-view for the year. Until Royal Rumble. One SmackDown show. All Jinder Mahal has to do is wrestle one dude. And then you get into WrestleMania season where all hell breaks loose. And who knows if Jinder Mahal will even be the champion. At, you know, come Royal Rumble time. So one more pay-per-view defense, one more pay-per-view defense in December at whatever that show was actually going to end up being called. Okay. So and what, it, and it borders on, I mean, it, it all balances on how this Indian tour goes, right? Oh, Whether or not he well, keeps that title. Oh, I, I mean, I think the Indian tour is going to go well, and I don't think that plays a part in it because even if the India tour goes well, they could be just waiting for that tour to be over to get the title off of him. Right. Okay. Okay. So I, I don't think it's, oh, this India tour went so good. We got to keep the title on Jinder Mahal. They might. No, no, no. Put it back on them the next time they go to India if they want to. It's not even about the India tour. It's about, are we getting network buys? Are we getting TV you know, views in India? He can't do that. You can make him this huge star. So he's still a star and he gets the Indian population behind him. He doesn't have to be the champion. You can't, can't hold your entire company hostage and keep Jinder Mahal as the champion because you're trying to placate one fan base. You don't do that. You don't keep Shinsuke Nakamura the champion. You don't keep, uh, you don't keep Chris Jericho the champion or Kevin Owens the champion. Placate Canadians. I figured it out. We're going to have a WWE India tournament. Sure. <laughs> Put him on the shelf like Tyler Bate. Why not? And beat Dunn. <laughs> Yeah, Pete Dunn. I mean, that's a guy who should be on the uh, Survivor Series show. Well, they should be on every show. You should Those have, guys are you tearing have, it up. You should have a UK versus cruiserweight team on Survivor it. Series. You really should, but you think those guys are going to get time on SmackDown or Raw the next month to build something no. like that up? No. No. No, keep those for their own show. You should have Pete I Dunn mean, on the show. I was upset that they didn't just build a contender for the tag team belts out of this thing, as opposed to doing a multi-team cluster. I mean, you have the time, like you said, there's only one pay-per-view left. Take that time, pick one team and build a story out of that. As opposed to, well, we've declared the number one contender. Now we're going to have them trade wins in singles matches. And you know, the usual build, you have the time for the story and the, the Gable Benjamin team is great for depth. I think in terms of telling that story, I, I just, I thought that was a misstep and lazy on their part. But, uh, the big thing, I think, I think Sammy Zayn's promo was the promo of the year by a guy not, not named Paul Heyman. What do you think? I think Paul Heyman hasn't necessarily been that great this year to where I would yeah. say, I mean, Sammy Zayn promo. Excellent. Um, I mean, you can, did you watch the Mike Kanellis video that WWE digital put out? Yes, if they had put that on TV, he'd at least be a star for a week, I think. If they would do a lot of these things, yeah. if they would do 
Apollo Crews backstory like they did on NXT, he would be a huge star on Raw and SmackDown. Or Breaking Ground, yeah. No, that was Breaking phenomenal. Gr- yes. That was one of the best things they did. Yes, they should bring back Breaking Ground. I am glad you agree with me. I want this show back so yes. bad. They I should, do too. They should I be doing that. this. I want talking smack. Then. And it's not I all about the, it's not all about the rookies too. Zack Ryder was phenomenal on Breaking Ground season one. Mm-hmm. The Zack Ryder redemption story, and then guess what? He redeems himself. Well, it was kind of funny because his idea was his career's over. He's got to revive himself with this tag team. And yeah, that happened two years later. But he won the Intercontinental Title on on WrestleMania. You know, Greatest without Mojo Rawley. Best night of his life. But that story on Breaking Ground was so good. And you could do, Mm -hmm. you could use, not consecutively, but a half an hour of Raw, 10 minutes on SmackDown, you can use for stuff like this instead of giving us a Carl Anderson singles match. Well, you know, they're afraid of boring the live crowd. That's why they don't do video vignettes like that on the TV show. Put the video vignettes on the TV show and have a match out there for the live crowd. You can do both at the same time. I mean, what the hell? Just because it's in front of the live crowd, you think you have to put it on TV in the audience? When you have these 10-minute Brock Lesnar interview segments, you should be putting a match out there for the live crowd. Keep them engaged. (laughs) What is the live crowd? It's 10,000 people. You think those 10,000 people need to see this video? Make them go home and watch Raw for the missing video or watch your YouTube channel. Hey, we played a Brock Lesnar video. Go home and watch it. But you're going to get this Heath Slater match. I bet the live crowd would rather have the Heath Slater match. Keep them in it more. Should be doing a lot of these things that they're not doing. I agree. That's, that's the crazy you're, thing about you're preaching the choir. WCW you're, used to do this. They would have when they had these long segments. They would put cruiserweights out there and wrestle a match on TV. They used to do that. I was at a live Nitro that that happened. Yeah. I mean, I, look, you're preaching to the choir here, kid. I, I, I'd love for them to use all the tools of, in their toolbox to make this a more well-rounded product, but they have their system now, I guess. But getting, I mean, but speaking of which, I thought this crowd was fantastic not wanting that promo. That that was my, well, I was like, thank God they did not ruin this promo you by know, saying what. You know why, though? I mean, it was a finally a time. The crowd was invested in what Sami Zayn was going to say. They wanted to know what Sami Zayn had yes. to say for himself. Yes. He wasn't going out there, saying, you know, doing the Samoa Joe, you see, uh, I'm a big, mean guy. I, I hate the good guy because I'm a big, big, mean guy. I want the title, blah, blah, blah. And I don't mean to, you know, single out Samoa Joe. I'm just saying that's the type of guy they would do that to. And he wasn't doing WWE speak either. He was really kind of talking this whole thing through and his logic as opposed to, you know, furious vengeance or whatever kind of wordplay that they usually put in these types of promos. I, you know, now, now what do you think the end game here is? I mean, do you think they, do you think Sammy gets a lot out of this or are they just kind of using this to just kind of elevate Owens? Uh, I think Sammy ends up getting something out of it, whether that's the idea or not. Okay. I mean, elevate Owens, especially Uh, sports illustrated came out with this op-ed today. I saw that talking about how Shane McMahon needs to stop overshadowing all the wrestlers. I'm like, what fucking wrestler has he overshadowed since he came back? I mean, he was a very important part of obviously the hell in the cell with Kevin Owens, but he did not overshadow Kevin Owens. All anyone wanted to talk about after that was why the hell Sami Zayn did what he did. 
Yeah. The heat's on Sami Zayn. You want to know what's going on with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens wins the match. It's not, holy shit, that match was so great about Shane McMahon. I don't really care about this Sami Zayn angle. It's not what's going on here. He didn't overshadow the goddamn Undertaker because you can't at WrestleMania. You can't overshadow the Undertaker. And you... He didn't overshadow AJ Styles. They were both equals in that match. A lot of us, you know, what the hell are you doing with AJ and Shane McMahon? But at the end of the day, AJ Styles wins an important match, a singles match at WrestleMania. I think that's all many of us really wanted was for him to get an important singles match at WrestleMania. And he gets it. Yeah, it's against Shane McMahon, but it wasn't that terrible. But Shane McMahon didn't overshadow AJ Styles. We all knew who the better wrestler was. We all knew who the winner was. It was AJ. And then AJ goes on to be the world champion of the earth. Yeah, the complaint is valid, just not here. And for for all the poo-pooing of, oh, man, we got to see Shane and AJ at WrestleMania, that might have been the best match of the night. It was. It was a shitty WrestleMania show for matches. Yeah. Um, boy, you know what? I want, I want Sami Zayn to out-KO what KO did to Jericho here. I really want that to happen. I, and have kind of the double have, have KO actually get baby faced out of this whole thing when Sammy Zayn has just become just the biggest jerk heel there is in terms of this best friends angle and and getting into that kind of wait this whole thing feels a bit familiar I don't know why and then it just turns out that Sammy's the KO of the, of this duo which would be phenomenal to me. Man, this WrestleMania. You, you were on fire there. This WrestleMania. I, I want you to take a breath because it's like, I'm looking, I understand the criticism. I understand that people want great matches, but that's not the end. It, it's so, I have to argue this point online a lot in terms of what they want for a product and what we want for a product. And it's one of those things where it's just a constant battle of people thinking that, well, you know what we could have? We could have a Wrestle Kingdom every year at WrestleMania if we wanted to. That's not the effing point. That's not what they want to do. They don't want to have great five-star matches. They want spectacle and buzz and 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 drama, and they, they want it to be theatrical more than anything. So stop it. The criticism didn't... didn't I mean, the criticism from the editorial, you're, you're dead on on this. It, this was not the time because all anybody was talking about was why did Sammy do this? Not Didn't make Shane any sense. It, and it hasn't made sense. You could have released that article after any Shane McMahon match since his return. It would not make sense. He's not overshadowed any of the wrestlers. He's on every other SmackDown. He's not even on every show on SmackDown. You know, you know when you could have released that? He's on there for back two in the Attitude Era when he right. was fighting Kurt Angle and falls. He was he was matches. beating Kurt Angle. He was beating Kane in matches. That's when you could yeah. said something like that. But not now. I mean, what the hell? It's like I you agree. had an idea for an article and like, oh, this is going to be super smart. But no, it was just fucking dumb. You're an idiot. Should never be allowed to write again. They should cut your hands off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the card for WrestleMania 33. It was a memorable WrestleMania. The Hardy Boys return, The Undertaker possibly retiring, although that'll be the biggest LOL on Roman Reigns if Undertaker comes back. Uh, you had Naomi winning the SmackDown Women's title, long deserved. You had Brock Lesnar-Goldberg, which to me was the best match on the show. Probably. Brock Lesnar-Goldberg going five minutes. But Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, they didn't click. It wasn't good. AJ Styles, Shane McMahon, AJ did all he could. It went 20 minutes. It was it was interesting to see. I liked that match a lot more. Maybe it was just watching it live. But, I mean, for me, the three matches at WrestleMania that made that show were Aries Neville 
on the pre-show sure. yeah, of sure. all things. And, and that's why I'm not even counting Sh- that one. Yeah, Shane AJ and then the uh, Goldberg-Brock match. Goldberg-Brock match. Shane AJ was probably number two. Seth Rollins, Triple H never really got going. I mean, that was... I I think a lot of people would say the Undertaker matches with Triple H is where, especially the last one, is where the Triple H downturn really started. But going I, back to the well the second time was yeah, a mistake. Yeah, I can't I can't blame the Sting match for being a bad Triple H match. I can't blame either of them. It, it's Sting. He's an older guy who hadn't been around for a long time. It was more of a spectacle. Oh, uh, that was scripting. That, that right, I mean, it, the it match was, was bad, but it was it was meant to. Oh, look, we're going to have this attitude era pop. But the thing is relive the Monday night wars. Yeah. And you had the Daniel Bryan match, which was excellent. And that was only three years ago. And I, I, you know, he's, he's wrestling less and less and less. And three years might be a really long time to be away from it. But I, I figure if you put triple H in there with a Samoa Joe, if you put triple H in there with John Cena, if you put triple H in there with AJ styles, I think all three of those matches are going to be excellent. And you're going to forget about the clunkers that triple H had at WrestleMania the last two years. But Seth Rollins should have been one of those types of guys. And maybe it's my lack of memory. I don't remember a single thing about that match, but I don't remember anyone writing home about it. Like, oh, you have to see this Seth Rollins Triple H match. And that one actually had some heat behind it, some storyline. That was a two-year program Seth Rollins and Triple H had culminating that WrestleMania. And Triple H won't have anything like that at this WrestleMania. I, I think Kevin Owens is the direction, Triple H and Kevin Owens. But the last time we saw Triple H with Kevin Owens was he was helping him win the title. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a lot of not making a whole lot of sense here. But this WrestleMania 33, I really hope WrestleMania 34 is better. And there's only one thing you have to do to make WrestleMania 34 better in ring wise is you have to book Shinsuke Nakamura versus AJ Styles. And you have to convince Shinsuke Nakamura that it's an important show. That's an important show. Yeah, no, I agree. And you know what? There was um, our buddy, Sean, Let's talk about he can't remember the last great AJ Styles match in 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 WWE. John Cena? That it, yeah, that was beginning of the year. And so uh, let's also look at the people he's been in the ring with. I yeah, don't remember he's been the, asked to, he'd yeah. been asked to to revise his role. Right, it, it's a much different role. You're wrestling the Baron Corbins, you're wrestling mm-hmm. the Jinder Mahals, you're wrestling the uh the Shane McMahons. Uh, you it's not like you're going out there in a 20 minute classic with a well-programmed Chad Gable match. Right. You know what I mean? You're doing a lot of different stuff. Okay. And his matches haven't been awful. It's just, they're not wrestle what kingdom or WrestleMania main yeah. event matches. Yeah. But you put him in there with Shinsuke Nakamura. Hell, I could see AJ Styles winning the Royal rumble. If Shinsuke Nakamura is somehow the champion or vice versa. I don't really see Shinsuke winning the Royal Rumble, but somehow, however you get to that, even if it's not a title match, you got to do Shinsuke and AJ. Yes. WrestleMania 20 minute match. Yes. And, and oh man, are they going to, tr- they are going to troll us. I bet on this, they are going to some, well, maybe we could make it a three way with Jinder in it. No, 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 no. We want, we want AJ and Shinsuke. I think, I, man, they, 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 it's just depends on which side of the, spectrum it falls on do they give us what we want or do they use the fact that we want this to just absolutely troll us that that's what i'm afraid of if jinder mahal is the champion at wrestlemania then you got to put a super hot baby face and probably a younger one in there with him right and who would that be on the smackdown side i mean who the hell you put in with jinder at this point i don't even know who you put in with jinder in december 
Bobby Roode. <laughs> and maybe that's it. That might be it. If he's still the champ, I don't. I don't think Jinder Mahal will be the champion going into WrestleMania. But if he is, it could be Bobby Roode. And what? And that's a WrestleMania match. That's a WWE WrestleMania match for that the title. Is, that is. Oh boy. Uh, I figured out. I, I wanted. I want another match added to this card. I want Tanara Conti and Alexa Bliss just to make faces at each other. Alexa Bliss is fantastic. She's awesome. So, so is Tanara Conti. <laughs> sure. I'm, I, I believe you. Her her debut and her debut as part of undisputed the undisputed era was tonight and boy did that crowd not not respond at all which just floored me in many ways. The undisputed era hasn't had the best start. Now this war games match is going to happen, and and maybe they win, maybe they do well. Uh, it's kind of like Chris here to me. I mean Adam Cole came in and I think the buzz is off already. Do you? I think so. I don't know. Huh. Maybe it's just the fact that I mean. Adam Cole. I mean, it sounds so bad. The guy is so tiny that okay. I, I don't think he could ever do anything on the main roster unless he's a cruiserweight. Does he have the personality to be able to transcend the cruiserweights into being a main roster talent on a Raw or SmackDown? There's a bit of a disconnect there, isn't there? Then the way that they're selling him on the TV and kind of his presence on the TV isn't there. He has a weird presence. And I'm not one who always thinks like, I'm usually not this way. Like, oh, this guy is so much smaller. AJ Styles is smaller than a lot of people. Smaller than Roman Reigns made it work. But Adam Cole's like a third of the size of AJ Styles. I mean, he is tiny. Roderick Strong is towering over this guy. And this guy's supposed to be a leader of a heel group. And you're going to put him in there with Drew McIntyre, who's the tallest NXT champion of all time. Yeah. That's uh, that's slightly problematic. It's slightly problematic, just a little bit. That's why you need Ricochet to come in. You need Ricochet, Ricochet to come in next to big. He's bigger than Adam Cole. Yeah, I wonder if they've ever been in a match together. Have has Ricochet? Because these guys don't run in the same circles. Have they ever been in a match together? Are there photos? Fairly certainly, I'm sure. They PWG, in PWG, I'm sure. I know they were. They were in a six-person last P- year at the Battle of Los Angeles. That six-star match. In ah, game. yes. That and, spot. Uh, PWG, but I, I would imagine. I don't know. I, and I'm not saying, oh, he's so small, he'll never get an opportunity. Adam Cole has an interesting personality. He's gotten himself over in a lot of different places. I just worry about he's that. He's great at being yeah. smarmy. It's just one of those things where, for me... It's like he's only had one match on NXT, and they're, but they're still plugging him in as, as this big deal. And I haven't, and they haven't. I mean, this is another place to do vignettes. This is another place where he should be cutting promos to really kind of build up his mouth, so that we want to see that match. And they're just they're just having him like show up at the top of the ramp and do you know back padding and and other things. And it's just it's it's weird. It, it's very weird yeah. to me. I just worry about it. And I know I'm not coming off the right way. I mean it, but I'm just, I'm just worried about this Adam Cole thing. But I also don't think like putting him in a WrestleMania main event on a takeover is the right move. At least right now, maybe they'll heat him up in a little bit. It's very interesting that they, that they brought him in. They have this undisputed era. They're putting him in a three team war games match. We'll see who comes out. The better people It's a very interesting match on survivor series weekend. 
I'll tell you something. You, I think you were watching baseball, but I watched NXT tonight. That that uh, the Cien Almas. Well, I watch. Gargano match was phenomenal, and it gets me even more excited for that uh, Almas oh, sure. Galloway. Match. Oh no, I oh. I I've been a big fan on this very show. I've talked about how he's had yes. the best matches on Takeovers for years, a couple of times. Okay, Andrade Almas is going to be great. I I really look forward to that match. It's a fresh match too. This isn't a match that we saw on the on the Indies. This isn't a match that we've seen on NXT for a year before these two guys were anything. Mm-hmm. It's an important match. You got some heat coming up behind Andrade. A very important match this is going to be. It it's certainly, I mean, you put that together with the War Games match and that's a quality double main event for a takeover. Like this this is the type of double main event you have for a takeover. Plus you have uh the the women's title four-way for the vacant title. This is one of those NXT shows that we haven't quite seen in in some time. We had the uh, NXT takeover with the with the Gargano and Champa ladder match main event that everyone was hyped for that match, but really the rest of the card, not so great. Yeah, this is one on paper this, that you're very oh, excited on paper. for and you hope this it is like, up to it. This is like, oh, this will steal the weekend. This will be mm-hmm. the biggest event of the weekend. And we don't even know what's going to happen on Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. But we're not getting Brock Goldberg again. We're not getting, not getting Steve Austin versus The Rock. We're getting Jinder Mahal leading a, a five-person team, five team up against AJ Styles. That's what we're getting at Survivor Series. Are we getting a Brock Lesnar match at Survivor Series? And if so, who? Samoa Joe again? Who the hell's ready? Big E? You bring someone from the SmackDown side, you have a little interpromotional uh, world title match for the Universal title. The hell was Sister Abigail, by the way? <laughs> Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 